Hey guys, this is Stacy from Must Do Disney, and you are at the place to be. Enchanted Tiki Talk. Don't miss it. Catch you later. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. Thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 20. On this week's show, we're going to give you our top five counter service locations in Walt Disney World. So is everybody neat and pretty? Then on with the show. Let's take a stroll on over to the Tiki Ticker and see what's happening this week in Disney News. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. Thanks, Sean. Uh, First bit of news up this week is Disney has announced the Rock Your Disney Side 24-hour Magic Kingdom party uh, taking place from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. on May 23rd to May 24th. Uh, You know, it's going to be a monstrous summer event, as they say in their... Um, press release. Uh, this isn't the first one they've done. I think this is the third one. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Well, uh, it'd be good if I was there for it. Agreed. Every time they do this, it's either before or after a trip of ours. I would love to be there for it. I wish that it was more like announced in advance more. But I've heard it's it's fun and it's almost like a challenge that you know it's like an achievement do it so it sounds do you, fun do you, do you think that you would make all 24 hours i mean it, it's oh, something yeah. that i would really love to do um uh, but could you stay in there literally for 24 hours without going back to your hotel oh sure i could yeah yeah my wife i don't know but uh <laughs> i'd be there anyway i would love to do it i you know i've talked about it i really want to do it um but i tried to pull it off last year and it just didn't happen. It just uh, it, the the uh, the miles weren't available for my flight, so I wasn't able to do it. My concern is the crowds. I would like to do one, but there's a lot of people there on those days, and I don't so much handle that particularly well. I don't like that big of a crowd, so I don't know right. if I could handle it. But I'd like to give it a try. It'd be right. great for a tiki meetup. It'd be a great yeah, tiki would. meetup. Too bad I can't be there in May. Me either. Yeah, same here. All right. The next piece of news is uh, kind of twofold. One, the moat in the Magic Kingdom has been drained, and this is all part of the expansion of the hub area. Uh, Disney released, a, uh, I guess, kind of a computer animated video of what the new hub was going to look like, and I got to say, I think it's pretty impressive. What do you guys think? I think so. I, you know, I think it's a, a great thing to do, you know, especially during you know the parade or fireworks. Because if you ever just try, let's just say right before it goes off, and you're trying to get down Main Street from Adventureland or um, from Fantasyland, it's like nearly impossible to get down to Main Street. So them adding this in, you're going to have a little bit more walking space. So it's going to help out with crowd control, and it's. Of what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be good, and I know that they're adding, they're going to be adding more spots for fast pass 
uh, plus, plus viewing areas. So I guess that's another good thing. That might be something that you know people take it more advantage of. But it's it is a great thing. It's sad that we're losing more of the moat. But it, to be honest with you, it's not really being used now. So heck, man, why not uh, take advantage of it? Add more space and, and and open it up so people can get through there. I agree. I think once it's done, it'll be a good thing. I'm not sure how the uh, construction will affect the daily park. That's my concern. Uh, I'm curious to traffic. see how that's going to happen. Once it's done, I think it'll be a good thing for traffic flow and to just to move around better. Yeah, I think it's going to be, it is going to be hectic for a while, to say the least. But, you know, it sometimes it's necessary to make things better. And, and I think this is going to make it better. It's going to give more room. It's going to let, um, you're not going to be sardine, uh, you know, during the busy times when everybody's trying to leave at night, or at least not as badly. Uh, and I think it's going to be good. And, you know, Sean, you mentioned losing some of the mode, and that's true, and you hate to see that. But the part of the mode they're losing is seems to be the closest right there to the entrance to Main Street, which right. nothing was really happening there anyway, necessarily. So if you're going to lose a part of the moat, that's a pretty decent part of the moat to lose, I guess, if you have to lose part of it. And I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think it'll be, once the work's done, I don't believe people will miss it necessarily. It'll They'll be excited Probably about not. the new stuff. And I was actually pleased this is something, this is the first thing in a while where the uh, the, the Twitter universe seemed to almost be in agreement that it was a good move. Uh, there were no there were no petty squabbles. There was no name calling to speak of. Everyone seemed to be on the same page that, you know, yeah, this is going to be a little rocky at first, but it's going to be worth it in the end. So there's uh, balance was, to the force. <laughs> I was pleased to see that. Yes. All right. The last bit of news is the 2014 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival started last week, uh, Wednesday the 5th, I believe. And that's, uh, you know, an annual event. And this is the second year in a row where they put the little food kiosks in, kind of making it a uh, a mini food and wine festival, if you will, with, with, uh, with a little bit of a vegetarian focus in most of the booths. What do you guys think about that? I think it's good. I've never went down for it. It's almost like it's turning more into like food and garden. But that being said, anytime that you can get some more uh, like food options and drink options in the parks, I'm all for it anyway. So it seems as if it's a nice event. Popular pictures are always nice. It's nice to look outside and see a bunch of snow here and then hop on Twitter and see all the nice uh, like springtime flowers and the topiaries and everything in Florida. So... Yeah, I, you know, this is the, I've been to um, Flower and Garden several times in, in the last few years, and last year was the first time, you know, like you said, Alan, that they had uh, the, the food and, and the beverages at the kiosks, um, and I barely partook in it because I have a, a young kid, and we didn't spend too much time in Epcot, it was a little bit hard, so actually I didn't make it past America. Um, from the, the Mexico side, from that to America, I didn't make it past her, so I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as I would have liked to. So this year, I plan to try to spend a little more time there and have some more food. Like we did not, we don't have too many uh, food choices uh, planned for this year. So I'm going to try to spend a little more time in Epcot and try some of the more some more food. So I'm really looking forward to it. And the topiaries are absolutely amazing. We really enjoy looking all that, looking at all that, and spending time 
taking pictures and just soaking in the whole environment. It's so pretty. There's so many more colors added to the park. So it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad it's, it started. I just hope it doesn't become too popular or it just gets out of hand like um, food and wine. I don't want to see that happen. I don't think it's ever good. I mean, you never know. I don't, but I don't think it'll get that bad because they seem to be, of course, it's only year two. And, and if it stays popular, I'm sure they'll expand. But they seem to be doing a good job of, of making it. It's it's substantially smaller than Food and Wine Festival. We were there down We were down there last year during the festival and you know, they, they don't have nearly as many booths. And, and it's still... It's still a flower and garden focus more than it is on the right. food and wine. The food is just a nice little touch. And I think it brings it together well because they do a lot of fruits and vegetables and, you know, things like that that kind of show off the flower and garden feel. So I like it and, and you know, I wish I were going to be down there this year because I enjoyed it last year. But such is life. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's Tiki Ticker. Let's get on with the show. So guys, welcome back to another show, and this week we're going to talk quick service or counter service restaurants. It's our top five locations to eat quick service meals in Walt Disney World. So Keith, go ahead and kick it off. All right. Uh, well, uh, for number five, I had Fairfax Fair. That's at Hollywood Studios. I've talked about this place on other uh, episodes. They have excellent like pulled pork sandwiches it's called a Fairfax salad is really really good and when it's off season they sell turkey legs there too so oh jeez hey have to find them somewhere you're going to turn into a turkey <laughs> he kind of already is <laughs> oh uh, bada bing is it cold in here uh, all right, well, for my number five, I went over to the Magic Kingdom. It's kind of a uh, sentimental favorite, so that's why it's in at number five. But uh, Pico's Bill's Tall Tale, Inn, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. It's all about the toppings bar as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we eat at Pico's Bill's all the time. I mean, it's it's really the only restaurant we usually go to that's that standard, you know, theme park fare, burgers or whatever. But radioactive plastic cheese makes everything better so we always oh. go to Pecos Bills I'm never eating the cheese and... there again now <laughs> why? I never thought of it like that <laughs> oh it's so good, it's plastic <laughs> cheese it's so amazing but it's uh, you know, that, that's a sentimental favorite it, it, of the five on my list it's definitely not the best food uh, but I've been there so many times and, and we almost always get over there at least once uh, on a trip so it's it's in there at number five, just due to sentimental reasons. All right, so my number five, I I took um, one of Disney's newest resorts, the Art of Animation, and the Landscape of Flavors. That's uh, you know the since I've taken the last couple of times that we've gone there, we've gone there with my son, and we've always gone there to eat because it happened to work out between meal times, whatever it was, and. It's so good because there's so many different food options. Like, I, I love Indian food, and the only time I really get Indian food is really when I'm in Disney. But I used to work in, in, in London, so I used to go and have Indian food all the time. So that's, like, the closest thing I get to the Indian food for the for the most part. I'll get it once in a while here in New Jersey, but I always enjoy it when I go down there, and there's so many different food options. So I usually go with, like, the tandoori um, with the, na- the naan bread, and I love that. So that's my number five. 
That's a good choice. That was a uh, just barely didn't make the cut on my list. My it was probably number, number four on my um, list. I had top five Yorkshire County good choice. Fish Shop that is in at the World Showcase. Yeah. I love fish and chips and malt vinegar, and I love to just grab a beer and some fried fish and go and sit and people watch and. It's fast, it's really good, and it's a whole lot less of a weight than uh, if you went into Rose and Crown. So that's my pick at number four. And that's pretty healthy, too. That's, a, that's probably one of the healthiest meals you can have in Disney, next to a, uh, a turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all fried. I'm it's not fried sure how fish, so yeah, I don't know exactly how healthy, healthy it is. fried <laughs> fish it is, but um, then you coat it with uh, oil or uh, <laughs> malt vinegar. Yeah. Uh, perfect beer and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually a, a real good choice though. That's a, that's an excellent place to, to have a bite, and especially to watch Illuminations. Yeah, it's a tough spot though. You know, I love fish and chips, but I've never actually gone in there and gone there and gotten any. Oh really? I don't know why. I just uh, I just haven't I haven't done it. I don't know. I think it's because my wife doesn't like fish and chips, so we usually try to pick. We usually try to eat in the same place, just cuts down on wait time and all that stuff. So we, we try to find a place we can both eat, and she's right. not going to find anything there that she wants. Right. So that's that's probably why, but I'll get over there eventually, because I do love fish and chips. Yeah, my wife doesn't like it either, so I usually don't eat there. It's rare. But I've heard great things about it. I mean, people swear by it. The best, oh, yeah. The best fish that's and good. chips out there, apparently. Mm-hmm. It is good. All right, for my number four, we're going to head over to Downtown Disney and go to Wolfgang Puck Express on the Marketplace side. That's We have been there several times, and I've never been unhappy, not once. Uh, they have some really good pizzas there. Uh, the last time I was there um, was October, uh, the night before the Tower of Terror 10-mile race, so I had some pasta, and it was really, it was really good. My wife had pasta, too, because she was running with me, and... Uh, the meal was really good, and it's the service is good. It's one of those where you order and you go sit down, and they kind of bring you the food. So it's it's kind of a half counter service, half table service, but it does count as as quick service. But I've always been really pleased there. It's it's a really good place to eat. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, my number four is Epcot Sunshine Sunshine <laughs> Sunshine Seasons at the Land Pavilion. Um, anytime I go in there, it's got the the best smells when you go, you know, you go ride soaring. As soon as you walk in there, the smells are so good and it's so inviting, and you get hungry, and you know, you either eat or you go on soaring, or go on soaring and then go eat. But uh, I love the the sweet and sour chicken there, and um, it's actually better than most Chinese restaurants that I've been to. So that's always a great spot for me. Most of the time, if I'm in there, it's just to ride a soaring and run out of there. So we. Haven't ever actually you know, like stopped and ate there, but I've heard it's really good, though. Yeah, you really should, because there's so many good food choices there. And it's usually, you know, it's busy, but it's not usually terribly busy. Um, but it's so many great food choices. Just give it a shot. Try it sometime. And don't run. Please walk, because I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> well, it's a stampede in and out of Soren sometimes. So. Uh, it's, it's dangerous, especially when you're trying to go up those escalators. Yeah. Oh, but your life, you're putting your life on your hands. <laughs> For my, my third choice, I chose to be our guest at lunch. On our our trip that was like a month ago, uh, we stopped there at lunch, and this restaurant itself is just, it's unreal. I mean, the, 
The theming is just fantastic. Um, there's tons of seating. I had the was a roast beef sandwich and fries. What I found is as weird as it is one of the few like the restaurants on property that has like a fountain soda station, which is weird that you know they just allow you to go up and refill as many times as that you want without an RFID tag on your cup. But it was it was excellent meal you do have to get there you know kind of early opens up at 10 30 uh, for breakfast or for lunch and um, i think we were uh, we were there at 20 at 10 and stood there so it's a way to be, but it's worth it another excellent choice um my number three i'm moving over uh just like sean i'm a big fan of sunshine seasons except i know how to say it <laughs> um, Say it three times fast. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. Uh, Sunshine season is really good. Like you said, there's, it always smells really good when you go in there, and uh, I like it because it's there's a good variety in there. They they have like a pizza, like Italian type place, and they have the Asian place. You can usually get like chicken, and there's also I think a sandwich place maybe. Yep. Uh, but they have different stations that, you know, like I said earlier, talking about. Um, the fish and chips we try to go somewhere where both my wife and I can find something we both like and that's a good place to do that because we just split up go get what you want we'll meet over here by the cash register or by the drinks we fill up our drinks and we we go check out um, I always get the uh, uh, I think it's Mongolian beef with the fried rice and it's really really good and um, this is a place that has the the drinks too Keith they have the, the oh, okay. drinks and uh, I've never seen an official yes or no whether or not you can refill your drinks there. I know people do. I know I do. No one says anything to you because they're out there. I mean, they can't really stop it. I mean, it's it's out there, so they're not going to be able to stop people. So I think they just kind of let you do it, whether or not they want you to. I don't know. But it's a really good place to eat, and they have a lot of different uh, things to choose from. So I'll go with Sunshine Seasons as my number three. Good choice. So my last three are going to be in the same location, same park, and that is going to be at the Magic Kingdom. My number three choice is actually Casey's Corner. Um, that's usually typically, we might have it once or twice, and it's usually twice, but it's usually always on the last day, and it's usually the last meal that we have leaving the park. Um, you know, I just love my plain old hot dog. You know, with uh, some mustard on it and, you know, some fries on the side, and I'm good to go. You know, sit there and listen to some of the, the ragtime music. It's nice, relaxing. You know, get ready to go home, and it's such a, you know, a great thing to do on your last day and just take in the sights and sounds of Main Street, USA. Yeah, that, that place is really good. I've seen the pictures of the remodel they did inside. There's tons of more like seating and stuff, and it's really nice. But you have to try the like, pulled pork and coleslaw dog because I did try it and I didn't like it. Oh really? It's yeah, it's just it's just it's too much too much going on for me on the hot dog. Yeah, I actually ate it with I ate it with the the slaw. The, I ate it by itself and then I ate the hot dog. It was just too much going on for me. I just I, I'm just like I, I just like my plain hot dog with mustard. Right. That's all I want. It's just. It's just too much going on for me on the hot dog. I love a good Q dog. They ha I haven't had the one at Casey's, but at the uh, Durham Bulls, they have a foot long Q dog, mm. and it is amazing. 
the buns are a little stale. I mean, typical of a hot dog at a baseball stadium. You know, the buns kind of sit there a little bit, so they're a little stale. But uh, a little bit of Texas Pete hot sauce on there, and it uh, hits the spot during a baseball game. But I love Casey's Corner. Growing up, we used to go there quite often, and it's it's a good place. For my number two choice, I chose Pecos Bills. It wouldn't have been this high up if it wasn't for his last trip. Went and stopped there for dinner. I got the, uh, the short ribs, and uh, man, those things are fantastic. They fall off, they're bone tender. It's served with uh, sweet potato fries and some slaw. It's a massive portion. I think I got like four bones or something. I mean, the sauce was it was good. It was kind of tangy. It wasn't real sweet, and uh, it was really, really good. I was hoping to try those ribs at Pico's Bills, but we ended up going there for lunch instead of dinner, so I know they're not available during the lunch hour. So I was kind of bummed I ended up getting my normal, but they're still good. still like Pico's Bills. My number two, um, following Keith, but I'm going with uh, over to be our guest at lunch. And um, like Keith said, I mean, the restaurant's great. I mean, it's you know one of the best settings, really to eat in and they do have the drink fountain so you can get your refills before you leave and you can wander around as much as you want when you're done eating uh, and I almost hate to give this away because a lot of people don't seem to know about it but we did Fast Pass Plus for Be Our Guest which was fantastic so we walked up there at uh, about 11.30 and the line was you know, <laughs> down the bridge and around the corner and like halfway to the Little Mermaid basically and um we overheard another guest ask a cast member, you know, how long is the wait? And the guy walks out of the little booth there and walks down and kind of looks and he goes, uh, probably about an hour and a half for that. <laughs> and then that was the guest in front of us. So then they got out of the way and we went up and gave him our name and they gave me a pager and they said, walk down the bridge and look for, you know, Chris. I think his name was Chris. And so we went down the bridge and passed all those people that were glaring at us and walked right in and sat down and ate. And our, our, our food was already, like, we had pre-ordered, so it was really convenient, and the food's really good. I had the croque monsieur. My wife had the roast beef sandwich like Keith did, and, um, you know, that's, that's my number two. It's a great, great place to go eat, especially with Fast Pass Plus. Well, um, Fast Pass Plus is only, like, testing, right? Because yeah, it wasn't available for anybody. Yeah. Well, it's only in testing, and you kind of have to know where to go to get it. Yeah, uh, we were sitting when our trip got extended is when we decided like, hey, let's try to go to be our guest. And we were sitting at dinner at the Grand Floridian Cafe. And I went on a message board and found this link that you could go on and, and try to book Fast Pass Plus. It's not advertised. It's not out there anywhere, really. I just found it through um, through a message board. And, and I went on there and I was able to get a reservation at the time that we needed. It was on our last day, so I had to get it kind of early to make sure we had enough time to eat and get out of the park to catch the bus back to the airport. But it's it's not out there really permanently. You can't do it through the app. You can't do it through – you do it through Disney, but they have a special website dedicated just to be our guest Fast Pass. Right. Um, so if you don't know where to go, you, you can't really get it. But if they make that a permanent thing, it's – at first, when I first heard about Fast Pass Plus for restaurants, I was like, uh, it's a little bit strange, but it is. it was awfully nice just walking past that hour and a half long line 
Oh, and I yeah. have to go with that. So as you're you're talking about that, um, I've actually forgot that you can do it. So I'm actually trying to log in now and do it and see if I can make my reservations for my upcoming trip. So I'll let you know if I'm successful by the end of today's show. <laughs> but uh, cool. uh, my number two option, guess what? Keith and I are going to eat together. We're going to sit together Aww. and we're going to share a soda. This um, is going to be the best lunch ever. We'll, we'll even use two straws. What are we sharing again? Because I don't soda. What is it? Uh, soda. It's a. Uh, it's a little. It's a. It's like a fuzzy lifting drink. It makes you feel oh. all nice and warm inside. Oh, good. Okay. Like cheer wine. Yeah. Like yeah. cheer wine. Awesome. Okay. Let's we'll share one then. Okay. Well, um, we'll definitely do that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's it's such a it's such a great place. It's it's actually become. Um, one of my favorites more recently in the last few years it's just it's the fixin bar that makes really makes it there you know like Alan was saying the, the radioactive cheese you know that's like the best part is I like to get some fries and, and dip my fries in the cheese and depending on my mood I might get a, a burger and get some cheese on the side or um, maybe I'll get a uh, pulled pork sandwich and but I don't put the cheese on that but it's usually for the just for the fries though but I mean that's such a great spot so good some good food choices there and it can't be beat I love those sautéed mushrooms. I'm not a mushroom fan, so... Oh, bummer. Haven't tried it. Sautéed mushrooms are really good. All right. For my my top choice, uh, we are going to head over to the Animal Kingdom at Flame Tree Barbecue. You can kind of tell that uh, there's a theme uh, with my eating patterns. It's mostly barbecue. The ribs at Flame Tree are really, really good. It's a big portion. And also, um, you are able to give a donation um, conservation fund and Disney will actually will match a hundred percent of whatever um, you give so it's a nice way to get some excellent food and help too so that's my top choice cool that's uh, that's a good thing that they'll uh, give a donation that's good you can do that a lot of places um, not just flame trap that's that's the only restaurant I knew of that you could do it at but we donated this trip at the, uh, we did behind the seeds tour at the land and we donated there when we signed up for the tour. Um, they give you a button and that button yeah. said the land pavilion. I noticed the buttons were inside the wilderness lodge and they said wilderness lodge. So I guess they got buttons. I mean, the buttons are all the same except for the location, which is pretty cool. So you can, mm-hmm. it's, that's a good place to donate to. And, and they do go, there's a lot of money that goes there since they double up. Uh, just for an update, it did not work for me. Oh, uh, so but I'll, I'll continue to try. Were they full, or you just didn't? It just it, it's giving you an error to contact Magic Kingdom guest services. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh is right. You don't get to go anymore. Mm-hmm. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> parts closed. <laughs> my, my number one. This will be a big shocker. Everybody, sit down. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to blow everybody's mind that I'm going to downtown Disney and I'm going to the Earl of Sandwich for the best <laughs> quick service in all of Walt Disney World. <laughs> Three words sums up the reason why I go there. Holiday turkey sandwich. <laughs> Hol- holiday is three words. 
Uh, so it's six words total. That's actually five no, words. I think that's. I think you're mistaken. <laughs> Holiday turkey sandwich, best sandwich ever. Earl of sandwich is great. It's also one of the best values you can find in Disney World. Only six bucks for a sandwich, you know, and, and then like a buck or two for a drink. That's the best price you're going to find on just about anything in Disney World. So, Earl of sandwich, big shocker, I know, but that's where I'm headed. That was on my honorable mention um, because I don't normally get enough time to eat down at Downtown Disney, so it's on my list of honorable mentions. So it's probably number six out of the top five. But to get to my number one, uh, once again, at the Magic Kingdom, and I'm eating at Columbia Harbor House. It's my absolute favorite quick service, counter service location all of Walt Disney World, and I absolutely love the tuna fish sandwich there. It's my favorite one of my favorite meals when I'm down in Disney World. I have to have it multiple times. And I also love the vegetarian chili. It's so good, you know, for for not having meat in it. It's so tasty, and the two work so well together for me when I'm on my trip. And I just love sitting in there. It's just, uh, it's it's so quaint. It's enjoyable. It's it's by the Haunted Mansion, right by Fantasyland. It's such a great location. So that's my number one. Do you sit on that little uh, overpass? You know what? I've never been up there. Because I've heard that's a really great place to sit. I'd like to eat there just to sit there, to be honest. I've never... the I've walked up there once, and it was completely packed, and I've never tried again. Yeah, I've heard I've heard you have to be one of the first, you know, kind of eating an early lunch, or at like 11 or 10th or whatever time they open, so that you can get a seat there. Otherwise, you just have to get lucky. Yeah, because a lot of people, if I'm not mistaken, people tend to stay in that spot a little bit longer mm-hmm. than... Uh, any other table it's a great place to just sit and people watch I and mean, it's a great exactly. it's a great walkway i mean that's a really busy stretch there passing you know from the haunted mansion and Frontierland over into fantasy land i guess technically it's liberty square into fantasy land but you know what i meant one day i'd like to eat there just on next trip Maybe so. Sean, you mentioned you had a you know an honorable mention there. Did you have any other ones that almost made the cut? Keith, how about you? I had the Earl's sandwich. I mean, I would either go for the holiday sandwich um, or the uh, original is my favorite there. So cheap that you know we would always like buy an extra and take it back and store it in our room for you know like a snack at night or something. Like you said, it's it's such a like a value. It's hard to pass up for the quality, too, is really up there. Yeah, it is. And, and you're right about, you know, getting an extra one. It's not uncommon uh, when we drive down for us to stop at Earl of Sandwich on our way out on our last day. And uh, quite often we'll buy four sandwiches um, and we'll eat two in the car, you know, eat one a piece in the car. And then when we get home, we'll eat the other one for dinner. Because, uh, you know, by the time we get back to the house, we're hungry because we've been in the car, but we're not really trying to cook anything when we get home. So right. it lets us, uh, you know, just kind of travel. They travel real well, and they heat up real well when we get home. So it's not uncommon for us to stop in there. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Either one of y'all? Uh, I don't really, uh, you know, as far as the ones I've discussed, um, you know, there's the uh, the backlot studio. I forget what it's called. Uh, over the studios, I enjoy going there. 
when um, when I can, just because it's got the you know the soda fountain and you can get free refills. So <laughs> I do yeah. like that spot, and uh, the burgers aren't bad there. So uh, and it's usually not too crowded when I've gone. So I can't complain about that. Uh, other than that, no, not really beyond that. The only ones I had, I had, uh, I told you, you know, Landscape of Flavors was kind of in there. And I had two others, Flame Tree Barbecue, which Keith mentioned. Um, I do like Flame Tree Barbecue, but I've kind of, it used to be a favorite of mine early on in in the Animal Kingdom days. But I've kind of, uh, I've kind of grown a little stale of it. It's not as good as it used to be. I hate to be that guy because I hate people who say, oh, it's not as good as it used to be. But <laughs> Makes me sound like an old geezer, but it isn't as good as it used to be, so I don't love it as much. And then the other one I had was Mara over at Jumbo House at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm, right. And I like Mara just because they have such a different selection of um, counter service food there. It's it's just different. Uh, the Radio Harambe guys were talking about that on their last show, and, and they're right. There's just so many different things that you can get there uh, that you can't get anywhere else, and that, that makes it fun and, and kind of exciting in a, in a different way. So that was an honorable mention. Yeah, I have another uh, honorable mention. Um, The Roaring Fork at the Wilderness Lodge. And it's not that it's about the food necessarily. It's more about the location and and me literally feeling like I'm I'm, I'm really home. It's like like a second home to me. So if I can go down there and grab a snack or, or whatever it is, that... You know, that's really an honorable mention just because of the feeling that I get when I'm there. It's not a big place, but I still enjoy going there and grabbing some food, especially for breakfast. We stopped in there and got a cupcake. When we when we stayed those extra two days, we stopped in there and got a s'mores cupcake, which was really good, by the way. Um, but And the food did look good, but we weren't really looking for food. We had eaten dinner that night. We just wanted something sweet before we went to bed. And... Uh, but the food did look good in there. They had chili in there. I think they, they probably always have chili, and they had one I other think so, yeah. But the, there was a guy standing next to me, and he was ladling out some of the chili, and, and I commented to him. I said, "That smells really good, and it looks really good." And it was a. It was like a. It was a rainy night. A bad storm had, had come through, so it was like the perfect night for chili. I just wasn't hungry enough to, to eat it. Otherwise, I I would have considered it. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of this week's show. You can comment in the show notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can also leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk. And, of course, you can follow us at Tiki Talk Podcast on Twitter. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you find me online at DoleWhipDaily.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DoleWhipDaily. And make sure you follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8 and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Be sure to let us know what you thought. Uh, uh, God bless it. Sorry, I was trying to pull my notes up, and they weren't coming up quick enough, and I I totally stuttered through that. All right. Let's try this again. What was that? <laughs> Did you just like vomit or? <laughs>